I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget? Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is gross. Yuck. And I've just got to hope there's not another one. You better not miss, Red. Bye, Jack. Did you just leave? Yes. Bloosh, bloosh, motherfuckers. Thanks, buddy. Wow, that was amazing. Actually, Doran, you're short enough. Mary, crouch. Oh, thanks. Put that damn snail wash into the old bay and let's get out of here. Turbo was a great movie. Enough with the puns, Doran. We stand a cowardly wizard. Here's what I do, Mary. It's okay. I've got this. Fucking natural one. Hey, there we go. I'm not shaming oh. this dice. It's too beautiful. Ooh, ooh, well, uh. ooh. Well, what you do is just tell the audience, I'm playing with a plain white That rookie die over there. (laughs) It's just a normal plastic Uh, dice. For shame. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 5, Draw the Crabs. MVP this week is Anders Bergstoll, who joined our Facebook group and left a really wonderful introductory message. Anders wrote, A hearty hello from the chilly mountain ranges and green fjords of Norway to you. 
As a dedicated listener throughout the past one and a half year, Dyshame has given me countless laughs, tears, and joy on both sunny and gray days. And I wanted to personally thank you all for dedicating your valuable time into making something so awesome and for many listeners so meaningful. Never stop. Thanks, Anders. We won't. Looking for more spooky content this Halloween season? For the past few weeks, we've been streaming every Wednesday at 8 o'clock on the Invictus stream with our friends Emily Kellogg and William A. Wellman from Parkdale Haunt and Hello from the Hallowoods, respectively. Join us for Call of Cthulhu, The Haunting of Black Reef, as we dive into the horrors and real-life mysteries surrounding the mysterious deaths of four children in the town of Black Reef. You can catch us every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock on the Invictus Stream YouTube channel. It should be fun. All right, let's get down to business. Let's do it. So Dungeons and Dragons is more prevalent than ever. It is. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody and their brother. It's very prevalent. And yet I still I still am the biggest nerd at work. Are you? Yeah. And I work in a recording studio full of audio nerds. Wow. And I'm still the one who's like, sorry, guys, I can't stay for a glass of scotch. I got to go record Dungeons and Dragons podcast <laughs> where I'm a druid. <laughs> <laughs> no one invited you. No like, one I guess the most traditional depiction of a nerd, though. That's true. Because you could be a nerd about anything. Yeah. We talked about before this is true i mean i would see like to me nerd is synonymous with like math like to me that's the quintessential nerd i feel like dungeons and dragons player is kind of erroneously connected to nerddom so rebellious now which is really just you saying you're bad at math yeah i am (laughs) we all know i have a big calculator i would say someone who's really good at like math or physics or something i would call them like a geek and then Mm. A nerd to me is someone who is like more really knowledgeable about something kind of, I guess, like more esoteric. It's too complimentary for us. Isn't a geek uh, like a sideshow person who bites the heads off chickens? Yeah, it is. Etymology is weird in general. (laughs) Words have many meanings. Let's go down that trail, Rob. Is that what they're talking about? The geek squad? They just come to your house and bite the head off chickens? (laughs) Hey, we're here to fix your computer. It's it's really gruesome. Is your internet down? (laughs) You like Vor? (laughs) (laughs) They show up. They're like, hey, is that a budgie over there? (gasps) They're like, Mike, don't. (laughs) We're just going to do it. Covered in blood. It's our fourth stop today. <laughs> no. It'll uh, run around like that for a while. Good question though: Do geeks need to be chickens, or can they be any fowl when they bite the heads? It's off? very foul, no matter what they're doing. Oh, it can be lots of different. Does things. it even have to be a fowl biting the heads off of a of a squirrel? Who bites the head off of a squirrel other than Gollum? Apparently, <laughs> apparently geeks do. <laughs> <laughs> He'd do it. He's a fucking freak. <laughs> Real life Gollum. Hey, speaking of Gollum, has anybody watched uh, the Rings of Power yet? Oh, oh no. Yeah. I heard it's good. Is is it delivering everything you want from a story in that universe? It's delivering everything I want from a story in that universe. Yeah, I don't think it's good for everybody. <laughs> like it's definitely good for me. Uh, <laughs> I want I want to try. I want to try. But my big concern is that I'm one of those people who like watches the breakdowns of all the lore in like the Silmarillion, and it's like, ooh, yes, tell me more about the history of Mithril. Yeah, but it, to me, mm. it's just more of the same, right? Like I would say, so far, it's more. Lord of the Ringsy mm. than Lord of the Rings was. Yeah, mm. so for in terms of it, kind of not giving a fuck with like the pacing and stuff. You yeah, know, like 
Lord of the Rings starts off with like, in the beginning, there was this age and da da da. It does do that a little bit, but it's also really boring already. Yes, I heard it's boring. (laughs) (laughs) There's something to be said for when a billionaire buys the rights to a movie or something. You know, it's not like Tim Tim Burton. I almost said Tim Horton. <laughs> it's, not like, Tim, it's not like Tim, Tim Horton's buys The Lord of the Rings and you have to get like a Timbit ballet. Oh God, like, you know. Would you like Golem Timbits? The new chicken sandwich, raw and wriggling. <laughs> I don't know, that got me. <laughs> it's not like Tim Burton says, I'm going to make this movie. And then so it's like, it's got all of his, like, I'm sure, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I'm sure Jeff Bezos didn't buy Lord of the Rings and go, I'm going to make it just how I want it. He probably was like, yeah, add it to no, the No, he's prime. already in it. That's Gollum. He didn't get the Silmarillion. He only has certain properties. So that's why yeah, it's that's like true. so weird and like the ages are smushed. Ah, interesting. No, but I hear what Alex is saying. And you're right, because it's not like he's putting it through a funnel of like oh this is gonna have johnny depp in it like or, sam raimi for example or sam raimi yeah there are sam very raimi like when he did spider-man it was like yeah he got it and he did it but there's a there's a difference between sam raimi who was the director of that movie and jeff mm-hmm. bezos who owns the company that owns the company that owns the company that's putting that movie on and tv that, that's what i'm getting at jeffrey bezos Except, is not directing the show well but see, here's the problem. I think Alex accidentally stumbled into a perfect example with Tim Burton because Tim Burton didn't direct The Nightmare Before Christmas and yet it reeks of his style because he produced it. My point is this, though. It comes to a head at this with this comment because you can then ha- probably has some like potential fanatic like Lord of the Rings, like real specialists that know the books inside out that have made this. You know what I mean? Versus, I could be entirely wrong, but versus some person that's just got the rights and has made a movie it based on what they like. It smells like Lord of the Rings to me. That's what I mean, right? <laughs> and cool. That's all I need. Book pages and elven farts. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You could bring in the most knowledgeable person ever and it's still going to be like kind of boring. Oh, yeah. And that's coming from someone who fucking loves Lord of the Rings. It's going to be kind of boring. <laughs> There's a lot of shit in there. That's so I wonder if elf. they brought in like an expert when they were making. The an expert. Up, when they were filming this. <laughs> an expert. Like, yeah, just a guy with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No, don't pull that on the page. <laughs> and if you do, I'll show you what will happen. No, but it's interesting because we are sort of in a high fantasy renaissance right now. You know what I mean? High There's the Lord of the Rings. There's the D&D movie. There's also the Willow series coming to Disney Plus, which I, that. Great. I was very surprised by because I liked Willow. Me and too. then, I don't sure. know, two days ago, they just released the trailer and it looks awesome yeah it looks like really it looks cool. like wow. just a it looks like a homebrew D campaign it's got like trolls and goblins right yeah i feel like i'm on the back side of this i gotta go and like watch witcher first maybe to mm. catch up on where the i never finished game of thrones i feel like i've missed the sort of ramp up into the latest fantasy like movement game of thrones is irrelevant of its setting game of thrones is a political it could be house of cards honestly the fantasy has such a small role in it it's like saying walking dead is a horror show like you're not missing anything. And those are but I guess those are the fantasy elements that you wouldn't be able to transport. Like they did that. They took what was that movie with Will Smith, I think it was, where they took the fantasy and they put it in today's world. Independence Day. Hitch? No, bright. I think it was right. <laughs> but where where, you know, it's set in today's setting, but it's a fantasy because it's got all the fantasy creatures. I don't think anyone right? will hold that up as a like a, a shining example of it. No, I never said that it was any because it's not very good. But you could take you could take the Odyssey 
and make Oh Brother, Where Out Thou? Right. Which are both very fantastical movies telling the same story, the same kind of fantasy set in a different version of a Fundamental setting. players in the Odyssey are human, and they're passing through these fantastical obstacles and these fantastical lands, whereas the very nature of Tolkien is you're setting a foot in a world that is sort of foreign. And the characters you connect with aren't even you. They're hobbits. They're something else. You know what I mean? New Zealand's not that foreign, Harlan. You can go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Aragorn's a human. He's just a, he's just a Numenorean. He's like 80 years old. He's like, he is a superhuman. And all, all I mean, it's a low fantasy setting. It's by definition a low fantasy setting. They like normalized, they normalized it so that like, so that like bankers would be watching Game of Thrones. Exactly. And, and then they might go, what else is in this genre? Yeah, it's a really nice... Same people who would never have thought to watch The Lord of the Rings, you know? There's tits in it! (laughs) Did you feel protective of your chosen media type when all of these usurpers, these like... It's a good name for usurpers. Kind of came up on your favorite territory of media? I'm a much more guarded person at work. I was just happy to ask them questions about it and see what they were getting out of it. I I think when it's a decision, gates open, come on it type stuff. Yeah. I just want to say that, I, that I'm that i an idiot and I said that Aragorn's a new Minorian and he's not. He's a Dunedain. I can't you, believe I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Oh my God. I can't believe you I, just, I said, said it and afterwards I was, like, I, was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm too worked up. I'm getting I, my facts wrong. And that's what gets Dice Shame canceled. I was going to say something. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to like, you know, start an argument. My nerd cred. <laughs> <laughs> my nerd cred. As it floats out the window. No, oh, no. I got to go give a guy a swirly now. Excuse me. I'm too, <laughs> I got to go. I gotta I go slick my hair back. My favorite thing to do when I watch the Lord of the Rings movies is that moment when um, Elrond <laughs> so. is going, Isildur, and yelling at him to like throw the ring in. If you scream, you dickweed, right afterwards, it fits really well. Yeah, so, eh? <laughs> Isildur, oh, nice. you dickweed. My favorite is to nudge the person sitting next to me and say, hey, hey, did you know Aragon broke his toe there? <laughs> uh, anyway, Stunk. high fantasy renaissance, the D&D movie, uh, Willow, I'm here for it, and I feel like it's happening. I feel like if this is successful, and honestly, the other reason I'm, I'm excited to hitch my wagon to Rings of Power is they signed up for five seasons. So this isn't like you get invested and end of season one, it gets canceled because they're not making enough money. No, they like put the bank behind this. They're like, we are at least going to tell a five season arc. And to me, that's like, okay, cool. Then they're not worried about trying to rush stuff before the first you know episode and isn't that just amazing we've covered that off in our own medium right here you know like we are signed up for a 20-year contract 20-year commitment so that's right in blood (laughs) so you know that's what the listeners get to expect the patreons are just as just as excited to learn as we are that they can't get out now the blood pact has (laughs) been signed and uh... anyway shall we play some D? &D? yeah yeah let's do it (laughs) sure (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. let me oh, think yeah. about yeah. it. Alex is on board. <laughs> it's too nerdy. Okay, so just so that we all know what's going on, you are being surrounded by terrible lobster monsters, and both Doran and Mari are being held in constricting, smashing claws. A little help here, please? Anyone? We're trying! We're trying! Doran, it's your turn. I'd help you in a pinch, but I'm feeling a little clamped. (laughs) This is not a time for puns. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was right there and I normally don't have such luck. Sorry, he's being so shellfish. Oh, Oh, 
you win. Shoots you the dirtiest look. Doran, it's your turn. You are grappled. What do you do? Oh, it's my turn? Sorry. It's just, sorry. Oh, yeah. You you're, are Doran, So you're playing correct? Doran oh. Iron Fist. Okay, let me introduce you to this. Yes. You are the dwarf fighter. <laughs> Smash that axe. I could probably still attack. I just can't move. That's right. You can attack. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to attack. Do it. So I'm just going to attack this this monstered. That's right. I said monstered. Um, with a 25. Yeah, you hit. Doing... 11 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Doran brings his axe up and smashes it down to the head of this crab monster. In a uh, second time, with a 12 to hit? You do not hit. Oh. The carapace rebuffs Orc Splitter, and she <coughs> growls in frustration. Doran growls back in frustration. <coughs> That's it for me. Okay. Top of the round. Hey. Jack Page. Jack Page. You have cowered successfully through your first round of combat. <laughs> yeah, having watched poor Kieran get destroyed one more time. Yeah, your dog is dead. He's now got a really good look at this lobstrosity in front of him, the critter who's standing oh, up there, tentacles and pinchers and all that. Nice, nice, nice. Is, is there anything I can discern about them having this real too up close and personal look to see if I can place them? They hate butter. <laughs> Melted butter. <laughs> You've never seen these creatures before, but you can definitely try to make some deductions about their abilities. Make a... I'd love to. History check? Sure thing. I've read lots of books about the weird shit in the sewers here. <laughs> uh, how do we like 26? 26 is great. Yeah. First of all, they probably don't speak at all based on their mouths of tentacles. You watch as they are uh, mm-hmm. writhing all over Mari's face. This is gross. Yuck. Secondly, based on the way that they closed in on your party... You figure that they can actually perceive something about you apart from your physical existence in the world. Mm. It almost reminds you of the way that you were honed in on by that tomb tapper. Do you remember back in the Netherese spire? I do, yeah. It's very disconcerting. Okay. Uh, Additionally, they're clearly not hindered by the water as they are swimming and walking equally easily. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. do I have a sense of what I heard them be called or referred to anything in these textbooks? But Nope. All right. You've never seen them in a textbook. You're just making smart deductions based on your observations. Well, based on that, Jack disappears into a burst of blue mist. Bye, guys. He just leaves. <laughs> Bye, guys. And he reappears 30 feet away behind the one that's sort of threatening him in the water, which is gross and, and awful. As he appears, he's got Dazan's wand out, and he points it and casts Firebolt. And so I'm going to try and Firebolt this guy from behind. The one that just um, decapitated your dog? Yeah. Avenge me, says (laughs) (laughs) Scrappy-Doo. Does a 20 hit? It does. 15 fire damage. Excellent. And Jack has on a ring of swimming and is remarkably adept in this ugly, soupy water to move 40 feet away into the darkness, putting them out of the range of my dark vision, but hopefully out of the range of them for a minute. You do a gross fucking back crawl through this sludge. Yeah. <laughs> like so graceful. It's shallow enough to walk in, but you're choosing to swim because that's faster. Yep. And I've just got to hope there's not another one. Ew. That's my plan. Great. I love that. So you... Um... <laughs> 
you're gross and uh, you don't see them anymore that's the that's the worst part is that you hear the battle still happening yeah but you don't see it anymore red it's your turn you watch as jack again fucking bamfs away bye jack no again mary no red turns to the one that has mary in its grasp and he fires an arrow at it it needs to give me a charisma saving throw okay not the most charismatic creatures i'm counting on it may alarm you to know (laughs) (laughs) 10 fail all right. The creature disappears completely. What? It is banished for one round. Whoa. Nice. Just whoop. In a flash, it disappears, and Mari falls to her feet on the side of the thing. Wow. Get up, Mari. This thing isn't over. That was a neat trick. Ugh. At the end of its next turn, it'll come back. Okay. Good to know. Get up, Mary. And Red helps you up. For the first time, she's just really mad. Use that anger, Mary. Look at me. Use that anger. You know what? I really do not need this right now. Use that anger. Help us here, Mary. We need you. And I'm going to fire at the other one that she cast Guiding Bolt on. So that gives me advantage? Yes. That would be a three and a 23 to hit. You do. Kick his ass. Here's what I do, Mary. That's the one that's holding Doran, I believe, right? You better not miss, Red. I don't miss, Red says as he whispers to the arrow and fires it at this thing for 29 damage. Holy shit. Holy. The creature takes the hit right in its chest, but somehow it still holds on to Doran, one of its legs twitching wildly. You seem to have hit some kind of nerve bundle or something. Ow! He's pinching a little harder now. <laughs> Very cool. We got this, Mari. And he puts a hand on your back. We got this. Mari, it's your turn. You see this creature just disappear and drop you, and then Red fires again, and what do you do? She turns around, and she looks to where Jack was, and she just is mad. She thinks he just left and is sore and mad, and she takes the dagger, and she walks up to the one that's holding Doran and goes to like just find any crack in the carapace and dr- jam that thing in. Uh-huh. Roll to hit. It's okay. I've got this. You don't have to... Don't worry about me. 18. Mm-hmm. You do hit. Nine. She's just holding it in and hoping that it lets go of Doran. Amazing. What are you going to expect this thing to continue to do damage after you just leave it in there? The point of the dagger finds its way in between two chitinous plates, and it just stabs in there. And then a couple of rivulets of this goo begins to flow out. And then, like everything else you touch with the dagger, it begins to sprout growth. And you see one of the plates of the creature's armor begin to shift as underneath, inside its body, a vine is beginning to grow. She's just holding it and watching. The creature does not have a high enough intelligence check to understand what is going on. So it's not going to try to, like, claw it out of the way. Instead, on its turn, it's just going to try to cut you in half. That's... that's, Oh, no. I I should have expected that. So, 10 to hit you. So the misses. Yeah, you miss. Misses. And the other pincer is actually occupied with Dory. Yeah. Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm in there. The creature then, Doran, swings its pincer towards you and tries to hold you in a two-handed grip. Oh, I don't like where this is going. 
Man, that's a 14 to hit. That misses. And then make a constitution saving throw against poison. Constitution saving throw. You feel these weird tentacles try to wrap around the back of your head. And actually, I uh, am what to poison? What's the um, poison is? Resistant. Resistive. So roll two d20s for your save and take the higher. That's going to be 17 to save. Yep. You are totally fine. Excellent. So that's the first creature. Ow. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Jack, you may be pleased to know that one of these peels off from the group and begins to scuttle towards you down the hallway. I mean, pleased is a really funny way to describe that, but it's at least scuttling. Oh, no, that's way too close. It gets right up on you as you are swimming through the sludge. It likes swim, too. It loves to swim, and it loves to eat people. But unfortunately, mm. it's not close enough to you to be able to eat you yet. Mm. The remaining creatures begin to swarm around you, Red, Mari, and Doran. Bring it on, turkeys! Yeah, come on, let's fight! Turkeys of the sea, I mean. Mari, one of them takes two swipes at you with their pincers. A uh, 12 to hit? Nope. And a 17 to hit. Damn it. <laughs> you take 13 bludgeoning damage and you are grappled again. God damn it. Mari, this creature grabs at you with a claw and then grapples it. And then the other creature comes back from the plane of existence in time to land on its companion's back and it rolls off into the sludge beside just as the other creature comes around approaching Red. Snappy, snappy. Red, it tries to attack you with its two... Try it, you bastard! Can you tell the pincer movement they're doing here? 16 to hit. It misses! Try again, you loser! Natural one. Hey! <laughs> Fuck you! Red says and gives it a furry middle finger. Yeesh. All right. Doran, what do you do? You are being cuddled by this creature. You better let me go! Hey, Doran! These fuckers want a taste of axe. Give it to them. It's gonna get it. Axe gonna give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna re-roll this using my last lucky. Okay, better. That's gonna be 18 to hit. Yeah, you hit. And 12 points of damage. Whoa, Doran. Nice. You smash through this creature's carapace with your axe, and as you do, vines spring out from everywhere. Whoa. And it just drops you into the sludge and dies. Eat some of that. Wow. And Doran pops up from the sludge. Wow, that was amazing. And it immediately scrambles back up onto the ledge. Swamp thing. To mm -hmm. attack the creature that is holding Mari. Yep. 19 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's doing, oh, 18 points of damage. Nicely done. As Doran slams his axe into the legs of this thing, cutting off a few as they squiggle and squirm off into the... Water. Doran, what does it look like when you kill this creature? Oh. Double kill. Two legs go off. Whoa. And then I realized that I didn't just cut the legs off. I took a big chunk out of the side, including its vital organs. <laughs> and it needs just... needs those to live. <laughs> Who what? needs those? Stops moving and drops Mari. There you go. Thank you for your help. And that's for you. <laughs> now. <laughs> <Such a gentleman. laughs> Let's kill those other ones. Jack, you are... 
ears deep in this sludge and you hear it moving through the water towards you as you swim away. It gets right up on you. What happens next? Well, to see what kind of options I have open, Jack just presses out with his mind to try and push this thing away from him. Just try to telekinetically shove it back. Give me a strength save as a bonus action for me. Fucking natural one. Hey, there we go. I'm not shaming oh. this dice. It's too beautiful. Ooh, ooh, well, uh, well what you do is you just tell the audience, I'm playing with a plain white That one. rookie die over there. <laughs> it's just a normal plastic uh, dice. For shame. Move that critter five feet away from me, please. Get that thing out of here. Oh. Get that thing out of here. Get this shit away from me. Get out of here. Get that thing back where it came from. Also, help me. I mean, <laughs> I think the move now... Is to swim farther away, pull out the spell guard sphere, start a new life, pull out the spell guard sphere, and just try and suck the energy out of this thing. I'm gonna toll the dead. Uh, can it make me a wisdom saving throw, please? Just like sucking the meat out of a lobster's legs. Ew, yeah, true though. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, uh, 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 dang uh, it. Uh, 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 That's like one of those lobsters, like you just can't get the meat out. Well. Then I'm going to swim 40 feet away. You're back up swimming the farther away? 40 more feet away, please. Bye, guys. Bravely ran away. <laughs> brave, brave, There was brave. a big dollarist hum. You can tell Jack's alive. Don't worry, guys. I'm still here. Totally still here. <laughs> I'm just being pragmatic about this all. Till Red can scoop in and save me, please. I made the map bigger so that Jack can retreat even farther away. <laughs> we love to see it. You're now in the white space on besides we the map. We stand a cowardly wizard. Red, what do you do? Well, I better save Jack. I'll make my friend Rob happy. There's three creatures left. Two beside you, Red, and one chasing Jack down the tunnel. Scuttling. Scuttling. Scuttles. <laughs> the squishing of the water, too. I just... I gotta... So I'm going to move back, taking the attack of opportunity Excellent. from this creature. Yeah, the creature swipes at you with its claws. You better hope it doesn't hit because it'll pinch you. Ooh, 15. Miss. All right. Hey. So red disengages and it swipes and it misses. Then I'm going to cast as a bonus action Hunter's Mark hmm. on the one between myself and Jack. Then I'm going to move back to the far side of the water to get a good distance. Roll to hit. Hey, Quarry, it's your boy, Red. <laughs> 17 to hit. You hit. 25 damage. Hey, nice. 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 And I will attack again. Ooh, that one probably doesn't hit with a 15. It does not. Damn. Second arrow goes wide. Splooshes into the gross sewer water. I want that back. I'll get it. Mari, it's your turn. There's one dude right up on you and another one five feet behind the one that's coming up towards me, she's so over it. And she casts Polymorph on it. Whoa! Nice. What? What a cool spell. Uh -huh. mm. 16 wisdom saving throw. Okie doke. Oh. I can't wait to find out how this works. 15. Ah, oh, hey, nice. Thank um, goodness. She locks eyes on it. It looks at you. You look at it. And this shimmering golden sheet just erupts and she throws it up in the air and it lands on the thing near her and it turns into a tiny little sad looking, like a, just a little snail. Just a little snail. I thought you were gonna say a baby seal. <laughs> I don't know why. And then we club it. And then I was gonna smash <laughs> it. It's depressing. The, 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 everything's taken a real rough turn in this oh. game. <laughs> um, 
right. Babies. You, you turn the creature into a snail yes. and it floats on the surface of the sludge. It Yeah, the target assumes the hit points of its new form. Well done, Mary! The snail is so small that it begins to be carried downstream with the current. It just can't handle it. It's just a stupid little mm-hmm. snail. Sorry, our snails, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's just a stupid snail. Dumb snails. Go back to your subreddit. You're just yeah. a snail. Stupid little. To all the snails who listen to the show, I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're so we love sorry. Gastropoda. We're just, you know, this one specifically. Turbo was a great movie. I personally love a snail, but I she's not feeling it, and she's just she's just watching it drift away, and then just sort of shifts out of the way of the thing that's coming towards her. She's learned her lesson, and she's sort of shifted over to the other side of Dora. Impressive. <laughs> I love that Scott Go. Yeah, physically away. Yeah, putting a door in between her and. All right. Physically. Cool. This other creature crawls towards you, Doran, and snap, snap, tries to catch you up in its terrible claws. Ooh, it does a good job this time. 18 and 19 to hit you. 18 misses? Mm-hmm. And the 19, I have a 19, so the 19 goes to... The 19 hits you. Okay. However, however, <gasps> on the one that misses, I'm going to use my repost. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 when a creature misses, I basically attack it. And I'm mm-hmm. going to add a D8 to the damage if I do hit. Let's hope so. Okay, so that's a 15. Can I? Uh, I have Cosmic Omen. What? What is this? Mari steps forward. I want to use Cosmic Omen and I want to use Wheel. Oh, qu'est-ce que c'est? I get to roll a D6 and I get to add that number to Jack's total. Oh. oh. Doran's total. Thorin's total. Oh. Whichever one you okay. are. Hey. Okay. Hey. Yeah. So like, I'm mad at Jack. He left. <laughs> you <laughs> you like too. touch him on the back and guide him? Or what does it look like when you use this omen? I gently sort of just put a hand on his shoulder and just this sort of glittering shawl just drapes across his shoulders. That's 15. awesome. I don't know what we need to Okay. Hit. What's your D6? Roll your D6. I rolled a three. Okay. So that's so 18. 18 does hit. Nice. Oh, nice, nice. move. Because I think a 15 would have missed. Just no. the idea of these like glittering stars guiding the axe home. Good call. Yes. That means 16 points of damage. Nice. That nice. And you have a kicky glittery shawl now. That's it's right. Just, it's just resting across you. Fuck it yeah. looks great on you, Doran. Stunning. Do you, do you like the outfit? Hey, I love this. It's uh, I feel all magical now. <laughs> you look very fancy for a, a, a gore-covered dwarf. <laughs> Look great, Doran! Hey, thank you. Then the creature grabs you with a 19 to hit. Yep, that one hits. It just like bodies him out of no. Oh, thanks. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> Doran, no! 10 pinching damage, and you are now grappled again, despite your star cloak. I really don't like being pinched like this. It's uncomfortable. Jack, this creature continues to swim at you out of the darkness, menacing you with its claws. It tries to attack, but it can't quite get to you. Doran, you're being grappled by this creature. Doran's in the claws of this creature and decides he's just going to attack. Of course, with an 18 to hit. Yes. Doing 13 points of damage. Ooh, nice. fancy. <laughs> and Doran's like whacking the axe into the head of this uh, this beast only to yeah. attack again. And that one <gasps> misses. All right. If only we were lucky. You have lucky. I don't have any lucky left. Oh, no. Well, 
Jack, it's your turn. This monster is pursuing you in the dark, stinky water. Jack's standing prepared as the monster's swimming up. He's he's ready for it. He's sort of, for the moment, let his feet rest in the sludge of the bottom and has got Dazan's wand in both hands. And with a swing of it, a firebolt launches from it right towards this thing, hopefully dead in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to roll with inspiration. Use my inspiration. Hey, hey. Nice. Be inspired. Use it or lose it. Uh, how do we like a 20? 20 hits. Perfect. Eight fire damage as I square this thing right in the eyes. Ah, uh, nice. And I think with that same momentum, going to use the bonus action to try and push it away from me if it could make me a strength saving throw. Ooh, 21. Well, it don't work. So instead, I will swim around it to get to the other side of it, staying within its reach. Why did Jack cross the stream? Mm-hmm. <laughs> To get to the other side. To get to the other side of the terrible creature. Because it smells like shit. It smells bad here. Red, it's your turn. Doran, get down! Mary! Uh, actually, Doran, you're short enough. Mary, crouch! <laughs> he's <laughs> he's in the claws of a giant thing. Oh, shit! In the claws <laughs> of, of a giant, giant thing. thing. <laughs> in the sewer. I'm going to fire at this thing with uh, my bow. Yeah. Do it. Mari, Mari ducks down because she can see that there's just more shit about to fly and she's just like too tall for this. 24 to hit. Yes. 24 damage. Red, what does it look like when you kill this thing? Red pulls back on his arrow and whispers something into it. For my body, Doran. And the arrow sings clean across the sewer and sinks right into the side of this thing as it snaps at the air and uh, drops him. And with a breath, Red turns his arrow to the creature, which is now 100 feet away, Mm -hmm. but with Hunter's Mark still active, he fires at it. The one that is pursuing Jack. Ooh, and that is a 22 to hit. Hey. Nice. You hit. Thanks, buddy. 24 damage. Ooh. Red. From way down the tunnel, you feel your hunter's mark sizzle out and deactivate as this creature slumps over in the sewage water and falls onto the wizard, Jack Page. That's market price. (laughs) (laughs) Mari just looks over and just shakes her head and it's just like, I, I I, think the hardest part is the puns. Mm. It's difficult, yeah. yeah. You, you get into the swing of things. Back into the bisque with them, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I make a little orb of water over Doran's head and it just flops on him like a water balloon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the size of a cue ball. Nice. He takes the opportunity to wash the blood and the dirt off his face, but, but he's like... Oh, thank you. That dirty water was disgusting. I can't stand having such dirty filth on my face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jack swims back into sight of everyone's dark vision and climbs out of the water back onto the... um... Hey, Jack, let me give you a hand. (sighs) Thank you, sir. Welcome back. Is everybody in one piece? Yes. How did you fare down there? Made it out without being touched, so... Did you just leave? Oh. Did you just run away in this? No, I drew away yeah, it's one a... of the pincers so you couldn't get attacked from behind. Sure. It's a tactic. He was trying to. Uh, he does the fight. Maybe. He does the flight and fight. It was strategic running away. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're safe. Well, thank you. How did you make out? I don't think she is glad, Jack. I think she's angry that you ran away. And she just glares at him. Doran kind of makes that face at red like the, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> These two are prickly pears. Yeah. Look, everyone's just a little high strung right now because we almost died. I don't think Jack meant to run away, probably. But look, let's just keep going. Uh, Remy is looking for us, and uh, and I'm sure if he's uh, 
if he's up there, he, he needs some help. <sighs> Fine. Yeah, let's not get boiled over this. <laughs> Enough with the puns, Dorian. <laughs> You're making me crabby. <laughs> Everyone gets one more and that's it. Let that damn snail wash into the old bay and let's get out of here. Ah. <laughs> okay, that's- and as the four of you trek down the tunnel towards the tiny illustrations of the tadpoles marked in chalk on the walls, a little snail floats on mm-hmm. to who knows what adventures. <laughs> Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters Alexander, Ruku, Lost With Two Faces, Matilda Rushing, Lida, Chelsea Chong, KR, Sky, Creature, Regan, Michelle Conn, Heather Nichols, Alexander Reed, Melanie Shen, Artistic Witch, Brian Blas, Lars, Gray, Bryn, Daniel, Tara, Doug, Mari Kaniski, Merlin, Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cadwell, Colin Burkhart, and Michael and Brianna Weber. Thank you so much! <laughs> Things are getting heated, boiling over between these two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We need to dump it out and really sift through all the, yeah. you know, crawfish boil stuff. It's uh, lobster shells of this'll emotion. This will certainly turn into a lobster's tail. <laughs> this is, we're really, really pushing it now. How do yeah. we shuck this gooey yeah, duck? Yeah. You know what they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Little red skin potatoes. That's all I just, that's it. feel a little fun. clammy over here. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.